Hello everyone and welcome to Autistic Adventures. Today is episode 7 and today I just want to talk a little bit about some things I'm going through personally. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about how we present ourselves in society or in the world. I wanted to read this quote that says that nobody should ever feel like they have to destroy their mental or physical health to make others comfortable. And this is something I've been wanting to talk about but wasn't quite sure how to approach the subject. Oftentimes, being autistic means that we have um, discomforts, we have um, sensory issues, we have struggles that other people may not have and may not even be aware that we have. And so already as an autistic, we are struggling with certain things depending on who you are or um, what you struggle with individually. But what I mean by that quote is oftentimes we feel like we have to conform or go out of our way or do certain things to make other people comfortable. You know, uh, just, just an example, someone with autism, you know, that's someone that is autistic may be uncomfortable wearing their headphones in a public space because they feel like it's going to make other people uncomfortable. So an accommodation, something as simple as headphones that is going to filter out some of the excess noise that may be affecting you sensory-wise, instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to wear these headphones because this is what is going to make me more comfortable in the environment, oftentimes we are made to feel or we make ourselves feel that it's our job to make other people comfortable. It's our job to make sure that everyone is happy with our existence and what we're doing and how we're doing it. Um, some people may not struggle with this issue. This issue. Some people may have been um, you know, diagnosed at an earlier age or have always been in an environment where they've been supported and felt as though they could be completely themselves, which is awesome. That's the goal, right? We always want to feel like we're being supported and accommodated no matter what that means. Even if that means getting an accommodation that other people may feel like, well, that's kind of silly or that seems a little excessive. To us, it's not, you know. Um, For people that don't have sensory sensitivities, it may see feel as though we're being dramatic or we're being um, extra when it comes to something that may be bothering us that is actually causing us physical pain. Um, For an example, when I was younger, uh, we would go on long drives a lot. And when all of the family would go, including my grandma, for some reason, she always liked filing her nails in the vehicle when we were um, driving around. And so for sometimes for, you know, 20, 30 minutes, she would be sitting there filing her nails. And to me, it felt like someone was filing my teeth, like it caused physical pain in my teeth to hear that sound. And to other people, it's like that that's odd or that's weird. It's like, yeah, that's fine. You can think it's odd or weird, but it doesn't change the fact that that's what's actually happening. It is causing me physical discomfort and pain 
to be in an environment where I have to listen to something that's causing me pain. And I was not in a safe place where I could say, hey, grandma, could you maybe wait until later to do that? That was off the table. You would, in my day and age, in in my family, you did not make suggestions like that. You had to get over whatever feelings you were feeling. And if you did bring up those feelings, you were told you were being dramatic. Uh, I didn't know at the time that I had sensory sensitivities, that I was autistic. I didn't have this understanding of myself. So I didn't think or know to bring a set of headphones. You know, uh, if I would have known what I know now, it would have been easy for me to grab a pair of headphones, put them on. They didn't really have noise canceling headphones when I was growing up, but any sort of, um, you know, buffering of that sound would be helpful better than nothing. Um, and so these are just little accommodations and things that could be done, but because I was afraid or I wasn't in a safe place to say, look, um, that noise is bothering me or what you're doing is bothering me. I had to stay silent and therefore make myself uncomfortable to accommodate for others comfortability. I didn't want to put them on the spot and say, you're making me uncomfortable. It wouldn't have yielded any change anyway, but I have a learned behavior that I'm now having to unlearn as an adult, not to make myself uncomfortable for the sake of other people's comfort, especially when it comes to sensory issues. Uh, Several years ago, I would have gritted my teeth if my kids were playing um, their TV show too loud, I would just sit there and grit and grit and grit and deal with it and push it away and pretend like it wasn't bothering me. And it would get to the point where I would be so overloaded that if something else were to happen on top of that, I would just get angry and explode and seemingly out of nowhere where I've been forcing myself to be in this environment that's causing me physical discomfort instead of now I can pop my headphones on. I can leave the room. I can ask the kids, hey, it's a little loud for mommy. Can you turn it down a little bit? And it's not that big of a deal. But because of that learned behavior of, I know I have to put other people's comfort, uh, you know, ahead of my own or I'm being selfish. Having feelings <laughs> is being selfish. That's really what I was taught. And so now that I'm unlearning this behavior, it's like, oh, wow. And, and it is scary. It's scary to put myself out there and say, look, I'm having this feeling or something's bothering me because, uh, you know, of that learned behavior of being taught for so long that you make yourself uncomfortable before you make other people uncomfortable. And I've been doing that my whole life in various ways. Um, a lot of it has to do with sensory things. Um, I grew up in a very religious household. And we went to church uh, several days out of the week and we would have to wear our Sunday best. And oftentimes that meant wearing things that were scratchy or itchy or uncomfortable. And I would have to sit in a pew for hours, not trying to not scratch myself and trying to, you know, not think about this thing that's constantly bothering me and giving me a rash because I'm I'm itching in that area because I'm wearing something that I shouldn't be wearing. Um, if it were up to me, 
I would just wear comfortable clothes. I mean, I wouldn't have to be a slob, but if I could find maybe a nice cotton dress rather than something that's laced out and frilled out that's making me uncomfortable, that would have been much more manageable. But instead, having to deal with the discomfort so that what other people can see that I dress nicely or that I'm dressing appropriately according to what everyone else is wearing, you know, at church. And now to me, it's just silly. Like I would never force my children to wear something that was uncomfortable for them. Even if it made other people look at them like, oh, they're not, you know, dressed the way I would dress my kids. It's like, I don't really care. I don't care about the societal norms. I care about my children's comfort because my comfort was dismissed as a child. My sensory um, issues and, you know, heightened awareness of certain things was discounted or negated. And so I will never do that to my own children because I don't want them to ever feel like their discomforts are something that they need to hold inside and that they shouldn't talk about or speak about or do something about because these are easily remedied. You know, especially now we have these accommodations, we have fidget things, we have noise canceling headphones, we have tagless shirts, we have these things that can make us just a little bit more comfortable in this life. And if we can gain even a little bit of comfort in a world that is confusing and overwhelming and overstimulating, I say absolutely, you know, let's make that happen. So I'm unlearning uh, and it's exciting to me to unlearn. Yesterday we went for a drive in the car and usually when I'm kind of quote unquote stuck in an environment that I can't just walk away from, I have less options. So I got a new pair of noise canceling headphones yesterday because the ones that I had felt really tight. And so I'm like, okay, I can either be uncomfortable with really tight headphones that are making me uncomfortable or I can listen to this noise that's making me really uncomfortable. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get noise canceling headphones that are going to fit me, that are going to be comfortable and I'm not going to feel selfish getting these headphones. You know, there was a little bit of guilt there, but I was able to get past it and say, you know what, my comfort's important. My comfort matters. And, you know, not being overwhelmed or overstimulated, that matters in the long run because if I'm overwhelmed and overstimulated all day, I'm not going to be able to bring my best self or be my most compassionate or loving or kind self because I'm so overwhelmed. And so yesterday, you know, the kids were talking, the radio was kind of loud. My husband likes to rev up the engine a lot and that can, all those noises compounded can be an issue for me. So I popped on my headphones. It was the kind of headphones that you can still hear conversation. So I was still able to like talk with my husband about what we were talking about, but it was a little bit more muted and, and the other noises weren't so intense and overwhelming. So I was like really proud of myself. Not only did I buy these headphones, I put them on when I needed to put them on and I didn't feel shamed about it. And I know my husband and my kids are a safe place. I knew he wasn't going to shame me or make me feel a type of way for using accommodations that I've never really used before. You know, these, because of my diagnosis, this is all new stuff to me. And even if you don't have a diagnosis or you're neurotypical, that doesn't mean you can't use noise canceling headphones or use fidget spinners or you know, use these other things that people on the spectrum use. But, um, you know, knowing now that I have these um, diagnoses, that means that I can freely use these and 
not feel a type of way about it. Not that anyone needs to feel a type of way about it, but this is part of my learned behavior. I am unlearning how to, um, how not to judge myself and how to do things that are comfortable and do things that are going to make me feel better. And this all may seem very trivial and very like, well, yeah, that's what you should do. But growing up in the environment that I did and, you know, the day and age that I grew up in, these are all new concepts. (laughs) Thinking of yourself and doing things for yourself and making yourself feel good and, you know, putting yourself first sometimes and not feeling selfish about it. Or even the concept of being selfish is okay sometimes, which I'm really struggling with still, but, you know, one step at a time. So, you know, I just wanted to say that if anyone else is feeling like they have to um, destroy or uh, change their mental or physical health to make the people around them comfortable, your coworkers, your family, your friends, the public, you know, what do you care what the public thinks if you're wearing headphones in the grocery store? Chances are you're never going to see those people again. And they may look at you and be like, that's odd. And then literally never think about you again. Like you're not that important <laughs> to people <laughs> that, that you don't know. Um, so yeah, if anyone else is struggling with this or has had this issue where we feel like we need to accommodate other people before we need to accommodate ourselves, I just want to validate that that's not, that's not true. You don't have to keep doing that. Um, you can put yourself first. You can put your needs first. You can put... Uh, things on the table that you're needing accommodations with and that's perfectly okay and it's more than okay and I hope that by me doing this and maybe someone that was driving by seeing me with headphones on that gave them the courage to maybe do that themselves and to um, seek out and get their own accommodations that they're needing so um, that was just a little something about what I've been feeling the last couple days and um Again, I wanted to thank everyone that's been tuning in and listening and giving me feedback on these episodes I'm doing. It is appreciated. It is noticed. Thank you so much. And if you have any other suggestions for something, you know, an episode that you would like to hear about or something you'd like to hear me talk about, I'd love to hear your suggestions. Um, There is a feedback link on there that says, what did you think about this episode? And I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Until next time, thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you later.